Welcome to The Friday Habit with Benjamin Manley and Mark Labriola II. The Friday Habit is for creators, entrepreneurs, and agency owners looking for actionable ideas on how to grow their business and be more profitable. We'll pull from our combined knowledge of over 20 years and interview thought leaders that will inspire you and give you the motivation you need to kick your business into high gear. Buckle up. It's Friday. All right, and welcome to the Friday Habit. So glad you could join us this morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on when you're listening to it. Ben, how are you doing, buddy? I am doing awesome. How are you doing, Mark? I'm so good. Thank you for asking. Just stoked to be here on the show with you. Same, same. I know. It's always a blast to hang out with you over the internet. You know, you're my buddy who lives several states over. So we don't get to like hang out and drink whiskey and smoke cigars. I know this is this is our version of that. That's right. We're, we're talking into mics that look like cigars. Giant, huge cigars. I have this especially <laughs> large pop filter or whatever it's called on top of my mic here. Yeah, windscreen. Yes, especially large windscreen. Hey, you know something else I'm really excited about, other than talking to you, is this app I've been trying out. Have you heard of Bonjoro? No, it kind of sounds like banjo, and I like the banjo. <laughs> I wonder if that's what it's named after. I was thinking it was named after like bonjour. Doesn't that mean like hello? Oh, yeah. Bonjour. So I, I, good day. Uh, How yeah. was your morning? <laughs> exactly. I did not know this was going to be a singing podcast. Well, you know, Beauty and the Beast strikes, I'm, and you got to... <laughs> I love it. Believe it or not, we're not drinking whiskey, but we're having fun anyway. So yes, Bonjoro. This is a one-to-one video messaging app. So there's another one out there called BombBomb, I think. Oh yeah, um, I know I know BombBomb. They're here in Colorado and uh, I'm buds with those guys. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, let's have them on the podcast. You want me to get you a discount? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can get Ethan on the podcast. Awesome, let's do it. All right. So maybe I shouldn't talk about Bonjoro since I'm there, <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway. So this is, and I'm sure BombBomb does similar things, but this is pretty awesome because basically... What it allows you to do is quickly record a video on your phone and send a message to someone. Okay. So I was testing it and I had it set up. So basically when a new lead comes in through our website, through our Squarespace form, it automatically connects to Bonjoro and then it creates a task for me in Bonjoro. So somebody fills out the form and says, hey, I'd love to talk to you about building a website. Then it creates a task in Bonjoro with all their info straight in it. And I can just tap on that Ooh. notification on my phone opens up a video recording screen and I can just literally be like, Hey John, thanks for filling out the form on our website. I can't wait to meet with you in our meeting. We'll talk about these things. I'm going to create a site map for you to show you how your site could look and how it could be organized. Can't wait to meet. And then I just hit send, sends an email to him with whatever, you know, I can add a, a written message to you if I feel like it, but then they get a personal video message from you. And it's just like a task you have to tap on your phone and record, which is pretty awesome. There's there's two things I love about this. One okay. is that it's automated. So it's like yeah. creating tasks and doing things in the background. And then two, it's creating a personal connection right out of the gate. Yes. And I feel like, you know, that's one thing that people, you know, when, when they're putting in a, a request into a black box, not knowing like, is it going to be someone from the Philippines reaching out to me saying, we'll get in touch with you soon, or is it a robot or whatever it is? But the fact that you're doing a personal message, like instantly puts you ahead of everybody else out there and they get to kind of see you and get a sense of who you are right out of the gate, which I think is, is huge. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see how that plays out and, and how to me, it seems like, geez, you'll probably close more deals right out of the gate. 
I'm thinking that. Yeah, I think it might work for closing deals. And the other thought I had is as a, you know, if not that, maybe a more sustainable way to do it. So I don't have to do it for every single lead. Maybe something that's like after they go ahead and purchase one of our packages, you know, let's say they sign up for a day pack, one day website build. Then after they pay the invoice, I can be like, hey, thanks so much for booking with us. We're going to really enjoy working with you, you know, and so they make have that feeling of, oh, I made the right choice. These people really Mm. care. There's a personal touch that they didn't expect, you know, so. Yeah. So I'm using it right now more in that way as a confirmation, but I've tested it the other way too. So I'm just trying to find the right place for it. But either way, I just love that personal part of video messaging. So looking forward to seeing how it works. That's fantastic. Yeah. On the app front, I as well am looking into apps. A lot of agencies use programs like Hootsuite and HubSpot and SharpSpring to kind of manage their clients' digital universes, whether that's email marketing or social media management or all sorts of different things like that. So we're kind of looking into that, but I'm finding they're just so expensive. Yeah, It's like you start adding all these features and it's like all of a sudden you're paying several hundred to several thousand dollars a month for it. And so I'm trying to weigh, okay, what's the ROI on all these things? And will it free up our time? I mean, I think that's the biggest thing right now as far as we're managing a few clients' social media and I feel like it's taking up too much time. It's kind of like, that's just something we're constantly doing. And so I one need somebody in-house to maybe just manage all those things that be their full-time job. And then using technology in order to plan better and then schedule things out so that makes um, sense yeah yeah, i'm looking into that awesome but hey we're not talking about apps and tech today today we're talking about increasing the lifetime value of your customers yes because doesn't everybody want to increase the lifetime value of their customers because they always say it's easier to keep the clients that you have than to go find new ones that's right. And so you want to keep those customers and then increase the value over time. Absolutely. And along with this, Mark, I have a quiz for you. I want Uh-oh. to ask you some statistical questions. There's nothing more fun than a statistical quiz. <laughs> Pop quiz. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's say, like you said, acquiring a new customer is more expensive than retaining an existing one. But mm-hmm. how? don't look at the show notes. Okay. I see your eyes. Don't look at them. If you're going to acquire a new customer instead of retaining existing one, how many more times expensive is it? How much more? Mm. I can't ask, uh, right? But I think you get the idea. I get the idea. Maybe twice as expensive. In her- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, have, I just downloaded, I downloaded this really crappy app that I'm scared gave my phone a virus, and it has <laughs> from the Ukraine or something. Yeah. So, anyways. Incorrect, Mark. It is not twice uh, as expensive. It is five times more expensive. Five times? Five Holy times. Smoke. That's what it says. So this is from an article by Taylor Landis at OutboundEngine.com. If you want to check it out, we'll link to it in the show notes. But each one of these is sourced from a different study. But yeah, it says five times as much to uh, get a new customer than retaining an existing one. So I thought that was interesting. I got another one for you, though. Okay. All right. So let's say you can increase your customer attention by 5%. How much more profit would you make by increasing your customer retention by 5%? Okay, so if I keep the customers that I have, the 5%, uh, I mean, maybe 10, 15% increase? Oh, Mark, you were horrible this game. <laughs> it says here that, and this is hard for me to believe actually, but it's interesting. So it says that you can increase profits from 25% to 95% by. <laughs> 
increasing your customer attention by that five. sounds like a very you could increase it from zero to a hundred percent well i mean a hundred percent increase is doubling it right so yeah so basically it's like it's saying that by increasing your customer attention by five percent you can basically increase profit up to even doubling your profit if you can increase your customer attention that's according to the study. I know that a lot of this stuff depends on how you measure stuff, but I think it illustrates the overall point that, that yeah, that increasing customer retention is really healthy for your business. I have one more last one for you. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think the difference is in success rate to selling to an existing customer versus a new customer? So the success rate of selling to a new customer is 5 to 20%, it says here. So let's say okay. it's 5 to 20% selling to new customer. What do you think it would be for an existing customer? Like if you're selling somebody you already know? Yeah, like if Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you have like an existing customer and you're selling them a new product versus selling a totally new customer. Oh, I mean, I would say probably like 60 to 70%. Dang it, you're reading the show notes. <laughs> All right, you got that one. All right. That's it. That's, that's the end of the quiz. And that makes sense, right? Because you've already built a relationship with somebody. You've already proven your system or you've proven that you're a high quality deliverer of your services. And so when you come to them to say, hey, we're also doing social media management or email marketing or we're also creating podcasts, they might say, oh, well, we might as well use you. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so we've got three ways to actually do this. So Mark, what is the first way that we can increase the lifetime value of customers? So the first way that you could increase the lifetime value of your customer is to package or productize your service. Uh, There's a great book by Mike McDermott, really a PDF, like probably an hour read PDF that you can get online for free called Breaking the Time Barrier. Yeah. And I know you're a big fan of that PDF. Yes, I've read it. It's actually a really quick, fun read. It's basically like a parable format. So mm-hmm. it's a story about this person that's starting a dog walking business. And they basically, you know, are charging hourly for walking dogs, but they get some good advice from one of their friends that instead of just charging an hourly fee to walk dogs, they should actually package their service and kind of productize it to the point where they're adding way more value and not just trading their time for money. So basically what they do in the book is they think, okay, if somebody wants their dog walked, really what they probably care about is the the health and wellness of their pet. So they actually say, instead of just doing that, like, why don't I actually give this person a yearly pet gift? Why don't I include all these other services, like taking them and get them groomed every once in a while? And then you create this whole package where you do all these services for the pet, not just walking hourly. And then you can basically become more and more efficient at that and better at that and charge the same amount or more because you're offering even more value than just doing an hourly dog walking. So, mm. so that's one way to do it. It's kind of like packaging, productizing. And, but yeah. I know that you kind of do this too with your business because you know, you don't do just one thing. You do a lot of services. Yeah, that's right. And we really do this with uh, podcasting. So for instance, we'll record the podcast via audio, but then we'll also record it on video as well. And then we will take those videos and break them up into three kind of highlight quotes or motivational quotes that come out of that podcast. So you have video content for that. And then we'll also write a blog post off of the podcast and 
we will create memes and other types of motivational things that are on point with your brand as far as the podcast goes. So there's kind of like the package that you get when you purchase the Brand Viva podcasting package. These are the things you get for a subscription fee, which I know brings us to the next thing that you could do is create a subscription service, which I'm a big fan of, and I call it a retainer. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you guys do awesome at it. I mean, you have, you package your stuff, which is amazing. Like the podcasting thing, you get all these additional things. So it's way more valuable. If you just had somebody coming to you like, Hey, can you record me a podcast? And that's all you're charging them for. I'm guessing you can charge probably 10 times more for your podcasting service than you would normally, just because the fact you're including all this other value with it. So they might come to you and say, Hey, I want a podcast. We're like, Sure, you want a podcast, but really what you want to do is become an authority in your industry. In order to do that, let's create all this other stuff and it value ups by 10 times at least for them. And yeah, exactly. You get the charge more so that the lifetime value goes way up. And so sure. and we, we need to throw in website creation too. We need like a little knapsack partnership where you also get a knapsack podcast page. That's perfect. Hey, you should do that. Why Why are you not doing it? You know, <laughs> you what? know what? I'm doing it right now. I'm in charge. <laughs> and from now on, these packages are going to include websites. <laughs> perfect. So along with that, like with the subscription service point that you brought up, I mean, you guys are doing that too. So not only are you packaging it, but you're subscribing. So you're keeping those customers long term. I mean, mm-hmm. how's that working for you all? Are people re-upping their subscription? Like how does that typically work? Yeah. So we've been doing the subscription now for going on three years now. Wow. That's longer than I had thought. And so far we've had a hundred percent retention. So with any client who we started on it, they've kept signing on for the past three years. And then every new client that we have, we just sign them up on that. And I'm thinking about kind of adjusting it. We, We do like 12 month subscriptions, but I'm thinking about potentially doing shorter ones, maybe at lower rates. And then we've kind of talked about different like pricing structures and things like that. And so I've been thinking of different models of maybe even charging for six months, charging it all up front, you know, potentially for a shorter, or if you wanted to stretch it out, then you could sign a year, which obviously the year is great for me because it creates a lot of stability and consistency with our budgets. And it allows me to plan and hire and, and other things like that. So, but yeah, I'm a huge fan. And I think that everybody should think about figuring out how they can offer their services to their client at a subscription or on a, like a consistent yearly retainer. Right. Yeah. Just a quick question on that. How do you encourage people to keep going with you after the first year? What are some things you do that you're like, hey, if we do these things, then it really, since you're having that high retention rate, like how are you doing that? Yeah. So what we've done in the past is we essentially gather everything that we've done over the year and kind of have shown that to them. Like, hey, this is what we've done this year. Here's a link to every single video we created. Here's a link to all the digital photo assets or other things like that we've created for you. And normally what we've done is we've always increased the retainers every year. So at some percentage, we would say, all right, let's increase this by $2,000 this next year. And then also do these other kind of things, help you more with your strategy or other areas of the business maybe we weren't helping in. And so we've done just kind of like a yearly thing. What I'm going to start moving into is actually quarterly reviews of that so that we're always on the top of mind because, you know, me as the head salesman and the owner, I'm the one at the end of the year who's kind of pitching and really trying to make sure that everyone's happy and that 
that we can keep their subscription going for the next year. And so I feel like if we switch to more of a quarterly model, then we're always on top of mind and we're always showing the value that we're creating and producing. And so then it won't be as hard of a sell come December when we're going to renew contracts. And it will be less work for me too, because I'll have spent the whole year compiling all those links and all that, building that spreadsheet every quarter of all the content we're creating for them. And then I can just put all four of them together like in December and kind of show them what we're doing. But the biggest thing is really just creating value, right? Like you want to, whatever you're doing, you want to do it at a high level and you want to make sure that it's something that's actually valuable to the client. If they don't value social media management, but you're doing it, well, they will probably be like, well, you know, we're not really engaging with our audience and we really don't need this. So I don't think we're going to do it next year. But if you're providing something, especially that contributes to the bottom line, where you can point to saying, hey, like if you don't do this, you'll probably lose out on revenue because we can see here that by us creating these videos and promoting your conferences or whatever that is, we can see there's like been an increase in your attendees or whatever that looks like. Or we can see that there's stats that show, wow, more people downloaded your lead generating PDF and which then gave you more opportunity to sell people on your product or service. So yeah. Yeah, that's a long answer. But. No, that's genius because you're basically saying, hey, we would just try to create as much value as possible in ways that they actually care about it. And then you keep reminding them, hey, here's all the value we created for you. Like, oh my gosh, I forgot at the beginning of this year, you guys did this video and that video. I can't believe how much stuff you guys made for us. I'm like, yeah, of course we'll sign you up another year. Like, yeah. that's that's genius. I absolutely love that idea. Yeah. So that brings us to our third point. Continue the relationship with content marketing. Yes. And I mean, you kind of touched on like a, a very personal way to continue it, which providing that value and reminding them the way that we're trying to do this is so we created, you know, a lot of people do this through an email that they send out once a month or once a week or something like that, that has valuable information that might be helpful for their clients. What we decided to do is we created this calendar type thing that you can sit on your desk and it includes like an inspirational quote. I think I've mentioned this in a previous podcast too. Yep. But basically we create this and we give it to people. They can set it on their desk. And I'm always surprised. Actually, I saw the other day on a commercial for one of our clients, I saw like a video of their office and stuff. And in the background, I saw our trail guide sitting there on their desk. I was like, there it is again. Like, it's so cool seeing this gift that we've given people with that goal of reminding them that we exist and it's Mm -hmm. on desks. They're using this calendar. And then along with that, we send out an email every month and that email corresponds to that month's theme and has an article that we've written on our blog that goes along with it. So we're just trying to provide value just beyond building a website for them. Hey, here's some tips on how to improve your business, stuff that we've learned. And then we also do free like website reviews basically every, I think we do it once a year now. Where after a year we go in and we say, hey, here's some suggestions on your site since it's been a year since we built it. Here's a few new things that Squarespace has come out with or maybe some new things that we've learned that we think could improve your website. So just giving some free value there to kind of stay in touch and then... We've seen huge returns from that as far as people emailing back and saying, you know what, actually, yeah, I'd love to make an update to my website. I was thinking about reaching out to you, but I'm glad you emailed or whatever it might be. So basically just keeping that relationship going, I think really helps with retaining and increasing the lifetime value. Do you guys do anything like that? I mean, you're basically already in a constant relationship. So I don't know if you guys have to do as much content marketing or emails or things like that. Currently, we don't do anything like that. You know, I always 
just try to surprise and delight. Yeah. I always try to get, you know, FaceTime with decision makers and just make sure that they're happy and that they are having a good sense from Brand Viva that we're involved and that we're engaged with what they're doing and and whatnot. But I am thinking about moving into some more high volume areas, some more social media management, some more email marketing, things like that, where it's lower cost and higher volume of clients. Because I just want to kind of spread out our income over more than just a handful of clients. And so I think by doing something like that, it'll behoove us to do more email campaigns, provide content that is beneficial. But the other thing that we do, I guess it's kind of like this. It's kind of like I do is one is we have this podcast, right? So uh, it's something that's unique, that's kind of providing value to whoever listens to it. And then two is I've been trying to, this past year, I went to CES and recorded some videos about some different tech and things like that in specific areas that a few of our clients are areas, you know, segments that they're in so they can kind of reshare the content that I create. And then that just also keeps me top of mind and Brand Viva top of mind if I'm out there creating content. Yeah. So, yeah. That's smart. Makes a lot of sense. So you want to recap? What are our top three things we recommend? To summarize everything. One, package and productize your service. Two, create a subscription service so you can keep people coming back, whether that's quarterly, six months, 12 months, whatever that is. Make it consistent because that will be a benefit to your business in a financial way. And then three, continue the relationship with content marketing. So whether that's some sort of blog post that might benefit the person who's going to receive that, whether that's some sort of beautiful calendar or something that keeps you top of mind, whatever that may be, provide value through some sort of content, whether that's physical or digital, because that will keep you in the top of your clients' minds. Love it. So action item for this week. Every week we try to pull out one good action item you can take. And uh, we encourage people to spend Fridays to work on their businesses instead of on their businesses. So this Friday, here's what I would recommend. I would recommend going and searching Breaking the Time Barrier by Mike McDermott. We'll also include a link in the show notes. You can also find that at thefridayhabit.com where we have all these beautiful show notes that Mark's team put together for each episode. So I recommend just reading that. It's about one hour read. And I think it'll really change the way you think about how to package your services. Where else can people find us, Mark? Well, obviously, they can always go to the FridayHabit.com to find show notes for this episode. Uh, They can also find links to our websites and ways to get in touch. And at the bottom of the page, you can download our guide to the Friday Habit there at the website, which will kind of give you the system that will show you how to set aside one full day each week dedicated to working on your business instead of in your business. And you know what? Make sure you come back because next week we're going to talk about seven ways to improve your website. And thankfully, we have an expert on the show here, Ben Manley. That's right. A website expert. Nobody builds more websites than Ben. Uh, We build a lot of websites. You build a lot of websites. So you're going to have a lot of insight on ways to improve uh, your website. So that's it. Thanks so much for listening to The Friday Habit. And until next time, live every day like it's Friday.